You're listening to WGSR, bringing hope and comfort to the world, 24 hours a day. God's Stories Radio, a podcast to heal your soul, bringing you hope and comfort through the power of Christian testimony. God's Stories Radio. A podcast to heal your soul is coming on. And welcome to God Stories Radio. This is session 84. I'm Mike. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina. It's yeah, not Trish. Not Trish tonight. Trish is uh, out tonight. She is studying for tests and law school stuff, and she had lots of homework, and she was really stressing, and... Um, I just told her, you know, take the night off and uh, do what you got to do. I think that's what she needs to do. I, I think so too. If she if knows, God we told her. her. If God told her, then she's she's got it. Absolutely, she's just got to put in the work. You know, God gave her that vision, told her to go. She needs to go. Mm-hmm. Who are we? <laughs> you know? That's right. I'm really proud of her though, because um, you've seen her at the gym a couple of times this twice week. Twice this you week, not? I've seen her. Never saw her before. Yeah, well, I go, did girl. once here, once there, but twice in the same week. Well, she said she was going to do it, so by God, she did. And we're very proud of you, Trish. We love you, and uh, we yes. miss you tonight. But uh, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and we feel good about that. Yes, we do. We don't want to take you away from what you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely not, man. We've had a great week around here at GSR, and. Uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about it. But first, um, we've got Tina with some shout outs. Well, thank you very much. I just wanted to mention that we're listened to in over 50 countries. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I also wanted to give the other three states that we didn't uh, recognize last time All right. uh, out of the top six states. Correct. So the other three are Washington, Washington, Virginia, yeah, and Illinois. All right. Illinois. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. Absolutely. Now, is that Washington State? State. State, yes. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank you for listening to GSR. And now WGSR.net. Dot net. 24 hours a day. Bringing Seven days comfort. a week. That's right. You can get me, Mikey, and Trish. <laughs> and we've got some other really cool stuff that we play. You know, some Dr. Tony Evans and, and Dr. Uh, Lehman. And there's a... A lot of good teachers on there that you'll really enjoy. It's not just 24 hours of us. Who if could? you could take that, and, uh, <laughs> you've got to write in and uh, let mm-hmm. us know. I also want to mention that we've got some new likes out on Facebook. So giving a shout out to Nicole Elliott. Thank you, Nicole. Johnny Diaz. Big Johnny D. The, the Johnny, Johnny D. The Johnny D. No way. And Michelle Raphael. Oh, Michelle. Thank you for thank likes. You. I know them. Their uh, their son got a kidney transplant just before Aubrey did. Oh wow! And uh, very precious family, very precious family. And Michelle and Ben, I've known them for several years now. And if you guys are listening, we love you and we're praying for you. And uh, appreciate the likes and appreciate you praying for us as well. Well, I'd also like to mention that um, we got a message on Facebook from a listener. Keela Nelson, and uh, she wrote a lovely message. Uh, she said, love the show. Also praying with you all for a new home. Be blessed. I like that. I love that. I do. Thank you, Keela. Thank you, Kayla. Kayla or Keela? Keela. Keela. 
And uh, I'll, I'll just uh, say it again. Please join us as Keela has. Join us in prayer for a new home. So um, this week, session 84, and, and last time on session 83, uh, I believe that God has uh, given these testimonies, if you will, uh, just to keep the, I want to say, the fire going, interest going until uh, he blows it up. That's what I'm waiting for. Amen. And it, it would have to be, as I can see, um, my dreams anyway, or my hopes are, a new home. Absolutely. I, I don't think it's a question of if, it's a question of when, when and and uh, he's preparing us. So, Just keeping the fire burning. Amen. So please join with us in continued prayer. I want to send a shout out to our favorite trucker, mine and yours. Uh, J.D. Mr. J.D. Traveling giving Jesus t-shirts to everybody all over the land and blessing God Stories Radio with uh, giving every month. You know, he's been faithful to give a little bit Thank every you, JD. month. And that's helped us to uh, right. fund WGSR.net and and uh, to purchase some new equipment so we can go mobile. And um, we're really kind of trying to perfect this mobile setup so that we can really take it to the streets if we have to. You know, we're just... Uh, Waiting on God to tell us what to do. And where and when. <laughs> That's right. That's for sure. Well, you know, um, we uh, haven't been short of material around here at w- no. WGSR, no. but at GSR. And, uh, you know, just some neat things have been happening over the last couple of weeks, and people have been writing in, and we've been getting, um, you know, like Keela, and, and we've been getting testimonies. Like a testimony last uh, the last time from uh, Mr. Uh, Jacobs. Jacobs. From uh, Australia. I mean, my goodness. And I, I do. I, I, God is, I think he's, again, just keeping a, the fire going to a certain extent. He told me to be still. And again, I got it a couple days, you know, last two days, be still again. But again, I, I this we haven't had this. Mm-hmm. And I, I I know they're coming from God, and he's, again, just, okay, here's a couple more just to keep it going, because I know I could get a few people, and Trisha said that she's got like 10 people lined up, and but I'm just we're just trying to be obedient, that's all. I know, and these testimonies that we've been getting via email and, and written testimonies are just incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be neat if they were here in person to tell it. Oh, it, it would but, be, but, you know. But the stuff that I'm getting on paper, I don't... Right. I don't alter it. In fact, uh, I've got one tonight, a testimony which is just, you know, titled simply My Story. And it was sent to me from Austin Anderson, who happens to reside here in Florida, a regular listener. Right. And then I got a, a story that was told in uh, Monday Night Men's Group from William. And That's his, amazing. And his son Derek. And, and when he sat and told the story at the table I knew I needed to hear that it was what I've been hoping for and praying for and believing for it was a bone oh it was a bone it was a big bone and <laughs> and um, I, I believe uh, father had me write you and Trish and give the story to you that I the way I heard it and uh, not only encouraged me to hopefully that maybe that was for some encouragement for you as well and then a couple of days later, you got that uh, sent in. We got that sent in from uh, Dave. So, 
We're, <laughs> that's what this is. Uh, this session is about. A couple of stories that were uh, written, instances, not even a whole testimony, just an instant that happened. Mm-hmm. Your 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 story goes with it. What it lasts for about two hours in one day, if that. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, it's a recollection of about a two-hour. Right. And then time span. I'll give uh, the one that uh, William gave at uh, Real Men the other night. And uh, I hope it encourages someone else out there as it did me. Absolutely. So uh, this is uh, from uh, a story from William Sanchez, his son Derek Sanchez. And uh, William supports the show and he prays for us. And Oh, he's a big time prayer warrior. Yeah, he's big time. And he uh, he's good about sending texts. Scripture and every encouragement day. every yeah. single day right. at seven o'clock. He does. You can you can count on oh, it. Oh yeah. So this is the way it goes. William in my men's group, um, his son Derek and his wife Tiffany had got a. They believe they got the call from God to go halfway across the world to Australia, almost on a moment's notice, pretty much, and to leave what I would consider to say. A family that is so tightly knit, knitted. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right. And to leave that and walk away and go to Australia on, as far as I can say, fumes. You had maybe some money to live for a little bit and then, you know, first semester at Hillsong in Australia. The, the way it goes is so they left in January and everything and everybody here. And as God had called them to half a world away in Australia, upon leaving family behind and with enough monies to get started for the first semester at Hillsong, it was a challenge. Then they find themselves having to move in order to keep, keep it together, to cut the cost a little bit. Then they find themselves having to move in order to, um, again, shortly after that, to continue to downgrade to an even cheaper price. As semester two comes along and uh, probably the expenses over there. And I think Derek had landed a job, but uh, Tiffany was not able to at this point. Uh, And then again, a third time they had to move to the cheapest place that was to be found. And this was also soon to be too much as well. So they were praying to the father, do you, you know, we do believe that you sent us out here. But we are at the end at this point, and we need your help. They ended up, as far as I can understand, going to the church during the week, which usually isn't, uh, they didn't do, probably to pray and worship God. As they were just standing there around the sanctuary and such, uh, a woman walked up to Tiffany, Derek's wife, out of the blue, and walked up to her and says, you need a job, don't you? And she said, and as she started to tear up, yes, I do. I would like you to be a nanny for my children. And that means you will be staying in our home. And I also noticed that you are married. So bring your husband along as well. We have a place big enough. So the setup would be that they would, will not be paying for anything at all, which would include no rent no food, no electricity, none of that stuff. It was all being paid for. Plus, you will earn an income for being the nanny. And to top it all off, this was a home in Australia at $2.5 million. So here they are, 
who knows what type of living quarters they had at this point at that third place. But now they're in a $2.5 million home with no expenses. So they were downgrading each time to try to to, sa- to save know, money, money. and Correct, to be able to live. So and they, do were they, at, they were at the, the end of the rope They there. were at the end of the rope half a world away with no family. No family. Right. Wow. And that's how God rolls. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. Isn't it? So to where they were and to where they are now. Wow. It's kind of Joseph-like, isn't it? Kind of. From the prison to the palace in less mm-hmm. than 24 hours. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and who'd have thought? You know, again, who'd have thunk it? Tiffany just standing there in a the sanctuary and a woman needs to come up to her and tell her that she, you need a job, don't you? <laughs> God. Really. And that's uh, story number one. I know. That's just... You know, that encourages me. Oh, I was sitting there. That's and just, I just next level faith. Because, oh, absolutely. Man. I'm and knowing that's where I have been, you know, with the faith that I have and everything else, right. what God's going to do and and uh, still waiting as just, he keeps uh, telling me to be still. Get on an airplane and travel half the world away uh-huh. from everybody you know and civilization, right. civilization as you know it. And it was one of the tightest, knittest family I ever knew. Yeah. Wow. I really feel that God's been laying that message on my heart, too. I was um, listening to the book of Daniel yesterday, and just the amount of faith that Daniel and his mm-hmm. friends had, mm-hmm. they just, without a doubt, put their trust in the Lord and moved forward in what they knew was right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of time God calls us to do those things, you know, move forward in what you know is right, and just trust me. Like, you can't see, you know, the four or five steps ahead. You no. can only see the next foot that you're putting in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a stretching of the faith, stretching of our faith. Mm-hmm. That takes me back to the story that Trish told about her losing her wallet, and the guy that found it was actually homeless. Remember that? Right, I remember that. And um, there was $60 in the wallet and all of her credit cards, and the guy called her said, I, I think I have your wallet. And she didn't believe him she at didn't first. Believe him. And then he right. started to call out all the credit cards. And she says, my gosh, you do have my wallet. Uh-huh. So but, Trish. Yeah, but the, this guy says, I just do what the Father tells me, and I do the next right thing. And that was like just what you said. Just putting one foot forward and mm-hmm. God directing your steps. You know, just to have faith to step out there. And man, I, I I am so encouraged by that. All right. Well, thanks for letting us share that. All right. And then we have the one that you have yeah, that so was I, sent in. I have a story that was sent in by Austin Anderson, a friend of the show. And uh, he lives here in Florida. And it's just simply entitled My Story. This story really <laughs> got to me because I was... I, you, you sent it to me saying, get ready to boo-hoo. Yeah. I have been this guy. I mean, recently. Me too, absolutely. I have, I have been this guy, you know. Um, I, wow, it was just amazing, and I'm glad somebody kind of told my story, too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, get a cup of coffee or something to drink. It's going to be a few minutes, and I'm going to read this story to you, and I hope that someone out there is blessed. And if you are blessed, um, this took a lot for him to send in. Absolutely. You know, this isn't easy to just... 
put your name on something like this. Yeah, how many pages is that? That's uh, four full pages typed. And that's just, a, like I said, we were ta- I said before, an, like an, an hour incident. or two of one incident in one day. Right. But it is encouraging and faith. Ah, oh, big time. Picks up your faith. So this is my story by Austin Anderson. So there I am looking at the clock. It's almost four and I am three days late with rent again. And holding the eviction notice in my hand, looking at the clock, the notice says, I have to have the money in the bank, which is right an hour away by five. Or your family will be thrown out tomorrow and all your stuff will be on the front lawn. Not exactly my best day, but I'm a Christian, so I pray for help. Since everything I have tried doesn't seem to be working and I don't feel like I'm getting any answers. I can't ask my friends or my family for help again. I already owe them, and everybody already thinks I have become a moocher. Nobody calls just to say hi anymore since I'm probably a real downer to talk to, and I don't call them for fear they will ask when I might be able to pay them back. I'm a full-grown man with people that depend on me, and it's just not going too well in any part of my life. I really suck. And frankly, I am tired of the struggle and I am certain my wife is tired of it too. Sometimes I joke, you said for better or for worse. Remember? She cracks a hint of a smile, but I know there is something she's not saying. In my mind, I am thinking she regrets the day she met me and definitely getting hitched to this wagon going off a cliff. So needless to say, antisocial is the preferred behavior. Why would anyone want to be around me anyway? And the kids, what do they think? Wonder what they will tell their friends that are going on vacation or participating in stuff we can't afford. They are now conditioned to low expectations and don't even ask anymore. So back to the present dilemma. I don't have enough gas to get to the bank to deposit the check. I have $20 in my wallet, and maybe if I put 10 in, I can make it there. But we haven't eaten and I'm not sure if the check will bounce, but my crappy job's paycheck is supposed to hit my account tomorrow. So maybe by putting it in late, it will float long enough for the deposit to come in, and I should have around $50 left over to make it another week. But I can't worry about next week if we don't have a place to live, and maybe something will turn up, or the power company will forget to turn off the power. I'd better get going, And since it's a different way than I usually go, I am not certain how to get there. I kiss the wife and take off. I don't really feel like listening to any happy, stupid music. Maybe some classic rock. On the radio is Turn, Turn, Turn. Love that song. And it's actually an old hymn, so I just enjoy the song while my head is twisting. How am I going to make it through another week? Heck, another year. Or the rest of my life. I am a grown man, and I guess I still haven't figured out what I'm going to do when I grow up to make a living. But I gotta keep trying, right? That's what I am supposed to do. I am supposed to be a strong one. I really don't feel too strong, and I am certainly not smart enough to do anything right the last several years. People say a a lot of people are suffering too. Well, so what? How does that help me? Hey, buddy, are you enjoying the ride on the Titanic? Isn't this water cold? Oh, yeah, it's fine, because we're going through the same. Sorry, folks, that's no help. It doesn't make me feel any better that your life sucks, too. I feel bad for you, too, 
but guess what? It doesn't help you either. I see a sign that says free gas and food 40 miles, which makes me laugh. What kind of scam is that, I wonder? I noticed a little logo in the corner of the sign looks like a cross or a T. Whatever. I look at my DTE thingy on the dash and it says 40 miles till I run out of gas. Well, isn't that freaking great? At least it's at the same exit I am supposed to get off for the bank. But I can't risk that. What if I run out of gas one mile before the exit? But time is getting close, so I really shouldn't stop. Just keep driving. Dust in the Wind comes on the radio. Great song, but as I listen to the words, it's pretty depressing and reminds me of my situation, which is more depressing, than sitting on the dock of the bay. Really makes me wish I could share some blues with Otis. He would certainly understand. There's another sign with the same logo. Free gas and food, 35 miles. And I look at the DTE thing on my dash. Guess what that 35 miles till empty. Just my luck. The world is conspiring in some sick lotto that I must not have known that I won just to add insult and injury to my already frustrating existence. After Otis, I turn off the radio for a while and just watch cars go by thinking, what in the world am I going to do? My text message makes the little noise it makes when I have a text, so of course I look at it. Just icing on my miserable cake, it's a text from the phone company telling me the bill is late, and if it's not paid in a week, they will have to shut our phones off. Great. Just what I needed. So I pray, God, are you paying any attention here? What about all the promises and the verses I've read? How about a sign or something? Maybe a burning bush? I'm even willing to spend three days in a whale, if that's what it takes. Just give a brother a break here. Then the phone rings. It's my wife. I don't answer. What am I going to tell her? Yes, honey, I'm a loser, and I'm probably going to, <laughs> to be late getting the check-in, and even if I'm not too late, I may run out of gas, so I guess you married a real winner, didn't you? Anyway, that's what I think. She leaves a message and just says she loves me. That was nice, but how am I going to face her, and what on earth am I going to do if we are kicked out? I'm not looking forward to going home. Where is that stinking bay? I'll just hang out with Otis. Maybe he can spare a drink for me. There's another one of those signs. Free gas and food, 20 miles. And of course my DTE thingy also says 20 miles. What are these things? Must be a timeshare scam or something where they give you a hot dog and a gallon of gas to take on an all-day tour of their crap. Or maybe the gas is free because you make it yourself after you eat their garbage. That was kind of funny. Maybe I do have a sense of humor left. Probably not. So now I'm getting pretty worried. I have never run this car all the way to zero. Wonder what will happen. I am running close on time, but I can't risk it. Better pull over at the next place to get gas. At least put $5 in so I can at least make it to the bank. My wife calls again and again. I don't answer. What am I going to tell her? I'll just say I didn't hear it or something like that. After all, I'm stressing enough for both of us. Why add to her worries with the phone bill? Plus, I'm in no mood to talk. 
Of course, she leaves a sweet message, says she loves me, and to call when I can. Sure I will. Oh, and by the way, wifey, our phones are going to be shut off next week, and I have no idea how I'm going to get home. Maybe I should just use the last few fumes of gas to just accelerate into the next overpass. Unfortunately, that would probably just maim me or make me a vegetable, so maybe that's not a great idea. Just suck it up and get through this. Hey, there's a gas station. I better get some gas, so I know I can make it to the bank. Better put $10 in, which gets me a little way back too. But then, only leaves me $10 to get home. Oh well, first things first. Got the gas and back on the road. What's on the radio? Gotta have faith by that George Michael guy. Way too happy sounding for my mood. No thanks. What else is on? Next up, ACDC's Highway to Hell. Whoa, not what I need to hear. Better just turn it off. Probably saving gas in some minuscule way anyhow. Haven't been using the AC hoping to get an extra mile or two, and I'm sweating in my drawers because of it. Sure hope the folks at the bank enjoy the whiff of me when I get there. Ha, might as well spread the misery. Oh great, there's another one of those signs. Free gas and food, 10 miles. So out of habit now, I look at my DTE gauge and the gas... What? It says 10 miles. How can that be? And when I look in my passenger side mirror, I realize I didn't put the lid on the tank and a stream of fuel has been siphoning out of my tank the whole time. That's freaking great. I pound on the dash and the wheel and I pull off on the side of the road to stop. I put the lid back on the tank and slam the cover. Think I broke it this time. Just what I needed. Now somebody mess with me, please. I really need that guy that cut me off five miles back to stop so I can beat the living crap out of him to vent a little. Frustration? Nobody. Thanks, God. Appreciate all your help. I know. I get it. I am not worthy. You saved me. So, we're good. I know I should just shut up and deal with everything here on earth. You're right. I got this. Sorry to bother you with my stupid little life. So here we go again. Back in the car. Now I don't have enough to get home. And not sure I'm going to make it before the bank closes. Five minutes and about five miles in the DTE says five miles also. Is Mel Brooks filming this or something? Sure hope everyone is enjoying this at my expense. But of course, who really cares anyway? Okay, so there's my exit. And I see the bank, and it's right next to the gas station and diner where the stupid signs are. Great. I park at the pump and just run to the bank. But as luck would have it, the car starts sputtering, and I'm running out of gas and slowing down. Might have enough speed to almost get to the pump as long as I don't have to stop. And I can see the lady coming to the bank door with the keys to lock it. And I start honking and honking, but she can't hear it. And I wouldn't know why. The light turns yellow at this point. I don't really care. So I slow roll through the yellow as it turns red and very quietly watch the traffic, watch me coast to the gas station and to the pump. So I put my head on the wheel in disgust and I sit for a few. Then some guy comes to the window and says, 
Are you here for the gas and food? I nod in disbelief, but I need to use the restroom, so I get out of the car and go into the diner. Very quiet place, reminds me of Mel's. Only a few people there, so after I do my business, I sit at the counter next to an elderly gentleman. Then the guy behind the counter says, what do you have? I told him that I appreciate it, but I can't pay. I joke that I'm poor and I can't even pay attention. He chuckles and said, didn't you see the signs? What? He says that the boss had had them put up yesterday and everyone that saw them had been coming in but you look like the one we put them up for. And he described me to a T and the car. Just then the attendant walked in and said he had filled up the tank with gas. Okay, so what is going on here? Then he said anything on the menu, just let me know what you want. I still haven't said a word as I am sitting in disbelief. About that time, the elderly man next to me asked my name and he slides a deposit slip over to me on the counter. It's the rent payment deposit paid in full. Now I know someone is messing with me, so I ask to see the boss to find out what's going on. They all start laughing, but not at me really. Sort of an understanding laugh as if there is something obvious. I just haven't realized it yet. The old man says, Son, we've all been where you are. And the boss is always around, but we never actually see him. And your silly license plate that says God is my co-pilot is backwards. He's the pilot, not you. That's the problem. So then it finally hit me. The logo on the signs was a cross. The guy behind the counter said, you asked for a sign, remember? But you didn't have any faith. I finally got it. And God showed me that despite all my effort and half-hearted prayers, that I hadn't actually given it up to him. So I thanked everyone and got in my car to head home. Boy, do I feel stupid. How many times have I expected to just have everything work perfectly, only to find they never do? So I decided to call my wife. She is not going to believe this. I don't know if I do. As I pick up the phone... Off the passenger seat it rings, and it's her. We both say at the same time, you're never going to believe what happened. Surprised, I very quickly say, the rent is paid. And she quickly says, I got a huge bonus from work, and for a little while we have nothing to worry about. So I tell her my story, and we thank God together. And we prayed together while I'm driving home, promising to never doubt that we can get through anything by the grace of God, survive anything in the world has to offer. Never again will I doubt that in his will, the best for me is on the horizon, even if I can't see it. Wow. It's amazing. It is. (laughs) Really. And he says, remember him saying, uh, why would God even... Uh, think about my stupid little life. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to bother you, God. Yeah, really. And there it is. The whole thing was set up for him personally. I know it. Anybody that would like a copy of that story, I'd be glad to send it to you. Or My reading wasn't uh, as eloquent as... But, it was uh, fine. It's hard to not get emotional. It, it is. And when you when sent you, it and you said, be ready to boo-hoo, I boo-hooed. 
Absolutely, I mean, because part, I was there. I mean, it just it gets me every single time. Especially early on in my walk. And when I started to read that, the first thought that jumped to my mind was uh, when God sent me the book, the person actually handed me a book by Joe Holstein, Your Best Life Now, and that changed everything. Right. Amen. Because I was thinking the same way. Yeah. All the way. I was that guy. I'm telling you right, right now. And uh, every time I get to that part where he says, son, you're the reason we put those signs out. <laughs> I'm always amazed how God ties everything in together and all those little things. The, the theme of the of this show really is, you know, stepping out in faith and trusting and believing in God. Amen. And you like how he filled he put some gas in his tank and then he went back on the road and he noticed that it still was only ten and was ten miles to the thing and ten miles on his uh, thingy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, DTE, in case you were wondering, means distance to empty. I think that's a oh, digital okay. yeah. thing. Well, uh, he, he he describes the same way I would, thingy. DTE thingy. Yeah. So most people know what that is. But yeah. if you didn't, that's what it means, distance to empty. All right. So that's, uh, again, just another little story that God sent our way through one of our listeners that um, I needed to hear it, too. I know, because we, we've been going through some things, Aubrey's insurance and college and financially, and I've been that guy on several occasions. I've just gotten a car and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so been thinking those thoughts, you know, and uh, that story just touched my life. It really, really did, and and the story of, of William's son, yep. and yep. I mean, wow. Yeah. So, and uh, the 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 story, the testimony that we got back in session eighty three from, from uh, Jacob Yardley, um, he did send a response back. Oh, okay, he did, and he says, uh, "Thank you for the humble privilege of you reading my testimony. My blessing and I, his blessing is his wife. If you didn't hear it, have tears listening to it. Oh, God is so good." I hope through my testimony, and I have many more to tell, that I hope people will see God's love and reach out for it and seek the love that can not be equaled by any human being. If you want to ring me, I would be happy to speak with you more. As for how I did find your radio station, simply God led me to you all. God bless you all and the work God does through your station. Mikey, I couldn't myself have delivered this better and that's from jacob yardley so he called you mikey he did <laughs> <laughs> so he listens for sure oh he definitely listens if he called you mikey yeah, well absolutely. I, I have to concur i think you did a, a fabulous job oh, it was all right of del- <laughs> it was all right um but if this is the way God is going to, again, as I said earlier on, to keep us interested, keep the fire going to a certain extent until he blows up whatever he's going to do, because I, I just want to try and be obedient. Yeah, I mean, this could be could be the wave of the future. Could be. I so could. if anybody else is out there and they have a testimony that uh, they'd like to uh, send in by, uh, what is it, Gmail? What's our... Uh, yeah, the God Stories Radio at, at Gmail. Gmail. Yeah, or you can tweet us. And, uh, we have a, a blog on uh, we do we have on a our blog website. And, in fact, there's really a 
You can contact us through any of the sites at GodStoriesRadio.com. We have WGSR.net. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on Facebook, Twitter. There's reach out to us. Sure. You know, we're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, um, Spreaker. It's so many I can't even remember. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it is. I never thought I'd ever say that. That uh, we, this day and age, you can uh, get it anywhere. It, it really is, and soon to be on another one that Trish sent me. So I, I sent and were approved. I just got to start uploading. So it's going to be uh, fantastic. I'm just excited. I'm fired up. Me too. And I'll just say it again. Please, uh, all you listeners out there, please uh, join us in prayer for a new home so we can uh, start having all these people that we uh, feel that we can uh, have come in person and line up for uh, giving their testimony. And for our friends overseas, um, feel free to check out WGSR.net. Like I said, you can listen 24 hours a day. And there's always sessions that are rolling prior sessions that we've done Mm -hmm. and you'd be able to hear some of the earlier testimonies i mean there's some powerful stuff i I heard unbroken again the other day and i just we just appreciate you hanging out with us absolutely got to wrap up over there tina so nice of tina to fill in tonight yes thank you tina thanks for having me guys appreciate it oh always a pleasure this was the second time this was the second time and probably not the last no definitely not no I think when uh, our Trish becomes a circuit court judge, we're going to have to have a a host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Session 84. Wow. Fabulous. It is. Thank you, Austin, for sending that story once again. Thank you, William. Thank you, William. Derek, for the story. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Keela, for, for the, joining us in for prayer. Review. JD for pushing the button. Oh, man. Thank you to our favorite trucker out there. We need some more Jesus T-shirts. He's got some fresh ones. He puts them on yeah. Facebook. Well, I still got a, a box full at the house. So, oh, that's awesome. So, well, that about wraps it up for session eighty-four. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike, and I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. Innocence is calling the way it's always been. I can feel my heart is reaching. I can see the calling to show your heart within. Cause I know your blood is healing All I am today And all I am is what your hands have made me You, my soul is healing As I fall down I keep all these weekends I've forsaken I'm sorry.